if I were to ask you like an hour and change ago, who's going to lead the Heat in scoring tonight? And you said, I think it's going to be Max Struess. And then I said, all right, who's going to lead the Bulls in scoring? And you said, Alex Caruso. I would say, you some, you're a liar. <coughs> but right now, that's the situation. Alex Caruso has 16 points for the Chicago Bulls leading the way. Max Struess has 23 for the Miami Heat. And the Bulls have caught him, guys. 56-56, 7.40 left in the third quarter. Sean, the Bulls have gotten off to a good start here in the second half. Uh, I think ultimately, now that they caught him, the Bulls are going to win this game. I think that the Heat have been playing tight the last couple of weeks of the regular season. I think they've got all the talent in the world to be seated way higher than a team playing in the play-in game. But at this point, now that the Bulls have made the comeback, 56 all with seven minutes left in the third quarter, I think I put my money in Chicago. What say you? I would do the same. And, and a lot of that's because Miami shooting percentage. They're shooting 39% from the field, 33% mm. from three. All right. Like they really Ugly. just can't buy buy a bucket. And Bam out of bio, who some so some people sold me to be this all-star is, is one from nine from the field. Okay. So he he hasn't really contributed. Again, Max has done his thing and Jimmy has 18. But eight, Jimmy's not doing the other things that Jimmy normally does. He only has one rebound, one assist. So it's just not a lot of offense. And and the Chicago Bulls have four players in double digits right now, four players that are flowing. So, again, I'm with you. It's, it's, it's trending, in my opinion, to the Chicago Bulls. But, you know, it's it, – I don't know. I don't even know if anybody's going to get to 90 at this point. Get Jimmy the ball. Don't take the bread out of Jimmy's mouth. It's a Seinfeld reference. If you don't get it, I, I don't blame you. That's Sean Bell. I'm the sports yeah, machine, yeah. Sean Levine. Let's go from the NBA to the NFL where I don't know if I've made this point clear, but uh, the, the center of the sports world right now is Kansas City. If you're a UFC fan, by the way, which I happen to be, I host a UFC show right here, and you can catch it this time tomorrow night. You can catch both guys that are fighting in the main event. That is Max Holloway and Arnold Almighty Allen from Kansas City. So is the NFL draft in two weeks. And right now, one Mel Kuyper Jr. has four quarterbacks going at the very top, Sean. He's got Bryce Young going to Carolina. He's got C.J. Stroud going to Houston. He's got Tennessee trading with Arizona and then eventually going out there and drafting a quarterback. And then he's got Will Levis going fourth. Are you sold that it's as quarterback heavy of a draft? I should say Anthony Richardson he has going to Tennessee are you a big believer in one of those guys at the top over the other I listen I'm I'm a I'm a believer on the guys who have proved proved it in Bryce Young and CJ Stroud I like both of those guys I think both of those guys are really good I would ask you I mean four four quarterbacks in the top 10 when has that ever been good a good thing when is it it feels like it didn't that didn't that happen wasn't that the, the josh rosen it was like rosen and darnold and josh i think rosen, it might have been baker Don mayfield arnold, it's a bunch of garbage Allen. though as you point out yeah but it that's that's just what it is it's just i'd ask you what's the over under on quarterback bus two and a half between those four right like you taking the over <laughs> or the under on on bus because to me it's going to be at least two of them like you got okay you got the workout war warrior in Richardson and you go, okay, but you're going to blame, you're going to blame all his teammates. You're going to say and in college, he wasn't that great because his teammates weren't that great at Florida. Really? And then Levi's the guy out of Kentucky. Really? Like 
there's there's always these workout warriors that haven't proved it. So again, they could become really good players, but I'm taking the I'm taking the two at the top who I've seen in college, who I've seen play huge games and big games, and 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 light it up. So those are the guys that I like. And if I, if I'm gonna go with one, I'm gonna go with the I'm probably gonna go with the Ohio State guy. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the guy to me that yes he had a lot of talent. Uh, yes, Bryce had a lot of talent all over the place, but to me, he's been the one that's been the most consistent and been really great his entire career. So I like him. Here's the problem, and I know I'm not breaking any news here. Most of the time, the really good quarterbacks that go in the top five, top ten, go to really bad teams. And that's the case, Sean, with all these guys. Like, Carolina is a dumpster fire. So if they get Bryce Young, I don't think all of a sudden they win a bunch of games. If anything... They overachieved a season ago. C.J. Stroud going to Houston. They've been terrible for a while. Tennessee probably overachieved the last few years. That roster is not great. Indy, Indy's a little bit different. Feels like they've been looking for a quarterback the last few years. But the only reason I point that out is this. Because I'm in Kansas City, so we're Patrick Mahomes all the time. I think part of the reason why he was so good so quick was because, not just because of his own talent and all that, which is, otherworldly it's because of the situation that he came into where the Chiefs had already won the division back-to-back years and he had Alex Smith on the sidelines and he had Andy Reid as his head coach and he had Tyree Kill as his number one wide receiver and he had Travis Kelsey and he had a top 10 offense like there was a lot of different things he had Kareem Hunt as his running back when he first started so he had a lot of things in place where it was all right you're the guy now go and he went right away It just feels like all these other guys, because you were talking about how many of them are going to end up being bust. These teams have to be patient. They can't just let them go for a few years, see if they underachieve, and then don't sign them up to that second contract. I think that they need to do kind of what the Giants did with Daniel Jones, where if it doesn't work at the end of that rookie contract, you don't guarantee that last year. And then if he overachieves, you go, all right, he earned it. And then you pay for that guy. So I agree with you. It's not going to work out for all these guys, but damn it, all those teams need a quarterback, so they're basically they're forced to give it a shot, right? Yeah, they, they're forced to give it a shot. I just don't like how high you're going to have Richardson and Levi's going in this draft, three, three and four. And I, I'm a tape guy. Like I get the workout warrior stuff, but I'm a tape guy, so I, I don't like how – and again, going to bat, like Tennessee and Indy aren't that bad of situations. Like, right. You, you talk about Kansas City – and 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 the plethora. First of all, that's just rare. You know, you're not gonna. You get Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes wasn't a you know what I mean a top three pick, so it wasn't like that. That's a different situation. So, but you got to look at the situation where you go, okay, what's good ownership, right? Like right away, I look at Houston, I go, okay, that kid's gonna have Bye-bye. a hard time. Yeah. Whoever goes there, they're gonna have a hard time. That that's a, a terrible organization. That's, that's they they don't do things right. It's, it's bare bones. They switch coach every last three years. You know, that's a tough situation. Carolina ended the season pretty well. And, again, I know they overachieved, but bare bones, they have some talent, and then they got a good defense. They got a, a, some good young secondary pieces that can go well. So, and Indy has, you know, that's supposed to be the spot where you go, oh, they got a quarterback coach. They got some things in place that should make them a better team. So, it depends on who rocks there. But I know if I'm one of those quarterbacks, I'm praying I don't go to Houston. Right. I'll go anywhere else, but I don't want to go to Houston. You know who the Colts are, Sean? Have you ever been in a relationship where 
you're just waiting for it to get a whole lot better, right? Like you like the girl and she's pretty and you guys get along and she comes from a good family and you guys have fun on vacation, all these things. Like you guys have the same morals, but you just kind of like get stagnant and you feel like all you need is one little thing to happen, right? And it's just going to become the best thing ever. You're going to be able to take it to the next level. That's what the Colts are, man. They're like their girlfriend material, but they ain't wifey material. I'm not taking them to the altar. And maybe if they find the right quarterback, then I can commit to them. But, man, how many years at this point in the year where we're still several months away, even from training camp, have we talked about, oh, the Colts are that team where now they've got either the coach in place or the quarterback in place or, dude, they've got Jonathan Taylor. They've got the best offense. Whatever it is, I'm done with that, man. Like, they're girlfriend material, but ain't no way I'm wifing up the Colts. I don't believe in that team no matter who the quarterback is. And they've just poorly chosen quarterbacks, too. It was like it, the last few years, you know, as we know in Philadelphia, them taking Carson Wentz off our hands, they just poorly choose quarterbacks. And, and that's why right. they've been bad despite having good teams around them. So, again, if I'm some of these teams, I'm, I'm looking past that. Like, I'm in Philadelphia, and we're sort of like, Jalen Carter, let that man slide. I know he had some off the off the field issues or whatever, but so what? He's a D tackle, right? Like he's a D tackle. Like just go in there and play ball. And guess what? Warren Sapp had the same issue. Warren Sapp was considered the the best player in his draft. Had to had some things off the off the field, and he ended up going. Uh, I forget what the number was. Like twelve, I think it was. It was like okay, Hall of Famer at twelve. We'll take it. So. That's what I'm looking at in Jalen Carter. If a guy that slips, again, Philadelphia has a 10th pick, Philly picking that guy or anybody paying attention and say, like, who's just the raw talent, man? Who's who's the can't miss? Like, if I'm a top 10, I'm like, can't miss. Give me a can't miss player. Like, forget all these projects. Give me a can't miss player. And, and again, Levi's, Richardson, huge projects, right? They seem like they had the talent, allegedly. But I know Jalen Carter is that guy. So that's the that's the one guy I'm looking at and saying, okay, where does he go? Because I believe he's going to have a hell of a career. Laramie Tunsil comes to mind when you think about a guy that could have been a top five, if not number one overall pick, that ended up sliding. Uh, Marcus Peters, when the Chiefs got him, when he came out of Washington, he was projected to be a top 10 pick, but he had gotten in a little bit of trouble. So I hate to say it, off the field, you might run into stuff. On the field, you, you it usually works out. Right with those dudes, at least it does a lot. Of, at least it does a lot of the time. So it is going to be interesting where those guys end up. Let's spend the last couple of minutes before we go to break about the quarterback movement in the off season. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's going to end up with the Jets, which means Jordan Love's going to be the new quarterback in Green Bay. Derek Carr is now in New Orleans. Jimmy Garoppolo in Las Vegas. Of all the quarterback movement, which one do you think moves the needle the most? Zero. None of them mean anything. None of them. None of them mean anything. I, I truly, I, I, for one, I believe Aaron Rodgers is washed. Based on based on studying his tape and really paying attention to him over the last year, and I go, I know he just won an MVP two years ago, uh, but he has to have a pristine offensive line in front of him at his age in order to make the throws that he used to. And if he ain't got that, it's going to be a problem. So maybe the Jets would be okay, but I don't see any of them being a real factor. In fact. I think Green Bay is going to luck up again and see Jordan Love being a really good quarterback. I think Jordan Love, that's my prediction for the season, that you may see some things out of Jordan Love where he pops up in the top five or six quarterbacks in the NFC. And I know that ain't much, 
but coming from where he came from, him hop, popping up and being the, the Geno Smith of this year, I can see that. If he does, then I'll stop calling him Buddy Love, which apparently was the guy from Nutty <laughs> Professor. I Jordan Love is the guy's name. 